You're listening to the She's Unshakable podcast. I'm your host, Fleur Lonsdale. And if you're looking to create incredible courage, resilience, and unshakable belief in yourself, then this podcast is for you. Each episode, I'll be interviewing incredible adventurers, athletes, and entrepreneurs to dig deep into the strategies and tools they use to create unwavering courage and belief so that you can learn how to never give up on your goals and achieve the life of your dreams. Hello, epic people. Welcome to today's episode where I'm talking a little bit about self-awareness and awareness in general, because I had a call yesterday with someone and we were talking a little bit about what had gone on for her and, and why it had happened and, and all of this, this focus on where life had been and, and now where life was going and, and the fear around it and the judgment and, and everything else that was kind of going on in her mind. And because of last week's episode, I really wanted to do something this week around like digging a little deeper into awareness, what it means um, and how you can just tap into it a little bit more. Because a lot of us think that we're aware. Uh, Most of us aren't. Um, Myself, I know that I've got a long way to go when it comes to awareness, but I'm getting much better on a daily basis. And there's a process that I'm going through at the moment that I think might really be able to help you as well. Um, understanding your own awareness, your own journey, um, what's going through on a day-to-day basis for you and how you can how you can help that as well and understand that for yourself. So awareness really just comes down to understanding your process, uh, whether it's your thought process, whether it's your action process, what's kind of just going on for you at the moment and, and why that's happening as well. Because so many of us uh, we'll maybe put blame on it, we'll we'll judge it, um, we'll put shame on it as well, like saying that it's because of something else or saying it's because of someone um, or saying that it's all our fault, uh, judging ourselves, judging others as well. And and it's really normal to have that process. If you're listening to this going, oh my God, that's me. I'm a judger, I'm a shamer, I'm a blamer all, all the time. Then know that that's kind of that's kind of where we've we've kind of been told to to go, and not in a uh, a kind of a way where someone says right, well that person did that, so you should blame them for it because it's not your fault. Although some people may do that, it's more of a subconscious way of of learning and kind of things that the way that we're brought up and the way that we see people acting, the you know, just media politics, whatever it is that you're looking at. Uh, that's pretty much kind of how the world rolls a little bit. So. This podcast is really kind of about just sharing with you how uh, we can understand uh, what what's going on for us and how we can be just more aware of that because once we're aware of something and I know that last week I spoke about Rhonda Byrne's new book which is all around awareness uh, it's called the I can't remember what it's called actually it's not the secret it's the new secret <laughs> you can find it I'll pop it in the show notes for you as well and you can have a look at that but it's um very much around awareness and, and what awareness brings to us as well because once we are aware it means that we can then tap into different areas of our life um that much makes it much easier to tap into the areas of our life that we are stuck in um that we are limited in that are that we are thinking too much in and how we can improve that to basically bring what it what is that we want in life into our lives. And so the first thing I really want you to, to think about is on your daily basis is, is what, what, like how, how did people come into your life? How were you brought up in your life? If you've done any sort of um, 
past life experiences or things like that this might be able to help you as well if you haven't don't worry about that um but how have things been projected to you so when you were a kid what were you told by whoever brought you up um whoever you spent your time with whatever things that you read or did what was projected onto you as a child for me projections were around being a child is 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 awesome once you're a child but you got to grow up <laughs> like grow up stop acting like a child uh be the adult like even even as a, a teenager and i see this so much now uh with parents and although this isn't a judgment it's something to be very aware of if you are a parent or if you're thinking about being a parent is are you trying to like get your kid to grow up faster than you need to? It was really interesting because we were having this conversation yesterday at the coffee shop um, with some friends. And it's like your first child, you're like, oh my God, I want them to walk. Like they're walking and they're walking. Like this is so cool. They're walking. And then the second child, it's like, do not walk. Like stay down. I don't want to have to chase you. Like stay on the floor. <laughs> don't walk. And often, and this might happen a lot more with the oldest child. I know that my eldest brother um, and my eldest sister as well were very much kind of pushed into the being an adult, like really young so that they could look after my brother, my other brother and I, because we were so much younger than them. And, you know, my, my sister really was my mom as I grew up. She was, she was the one who was always there. She was the one who was always kind of like looking after me as was my brother and until they went away and, and lived or went to university, they were always the ones who were looking after us. And so they had to really quickly step into that adult life. And often we we need to try and keep our childlike life, that fun, that playing, that everything that we kind of grow into this world and we find is like our little passions are things that make us laugh, things that make us run around, things that bring us energy. We often kind of shed them to the side when it's like, it's time for you to be an adult now. So therefore, you know, you be an adult and get rid of the fun, get rid of the joy, get rid of the running around and you start being an adult. And often we forget that we can still be and and have that fun in our life. We can still have that running around. We can still have that joy, that laughter. But so many of us feel like we're not allowed to have that because we're an adult. And if we act like a child, then we are not acting like an adult. And I know for me, that was very much something that I was kind of like brought into. You, you can't, you know, can't keep having fun, can't keep laughing. It's time for you to start acting and being responsible. And being responsible is completely different to having fun and joy and laughter in your life. And so for me, that was very much something that was projected uh, onto me is start being an adult, start acting responsible or doing all these things at a very young age, often much younger than we really should be or really need to be, essentially. And although being responsible and growing up can be fun as well and, and joyful, often there's many of us that put the pressure on us to think that adult life is not fun and not joyful and is not about, you know, running around and enjoying ourselves, which is why we have a lot of lessons from our children when we have children as well, as those of you who are parents might understand a little bit more than those that don't. But we've also been told limitations. So have a think about that too. Rather than just what's been projected onto you, what limitations have you been told? 
what things were you shown or given or told that you shouldn't be doing um, that's going to limit your life that's basically not living in abundance but living in limitation so a lot of this uh, I do a lot of work with people around money and there's so many money limitations that we that we're brought up with especially because of the era that our parents or the people that looked after us were in you know money doesn't grow on trees if you want money you have to work really hard if you want to earn good money you have to go and work in a bank (laughs) I know that that was me if you want to you know if if you want like rich people are evil or things like that so many things that come up for people and you can go through a process uh, if you are struggling with money or abundance in your life to find that out and just literally just go money is and just see what comes up like write it down money is dot 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 write things down or money isn't or money comes to me or money doesn't come to me because dot 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 and you'll start finding you you start writing that down you start flowing and things will come out and you'll be like whoa I didn't I didn't realize that and you know things like money doesn't grow on trees has been such a huge thing I think my dad used to say all the time like money doesn't grow on trees you've got to go work got to go work hard for it you've got to go get it like you don't get it if you don't work hard um, and I have this huge thing in me that I'm like, I have to work like my little butt off to get anywhere in life. And actually, that's just not the case. It really isn't, especially in this day and age. There's so many things that you can do without really having to work hard at all um, to create abundance in your life. So think about the limitations that you've been told. Uh, and that might not just be money. That might just be anything. You know, you'll you'll never amount to anything. I know there's some teachers that... and you know, this might not just be parents, it might not be teachers, it might be anyone, it might have been a friend of yours at school, like, telling you, like, one day, you know, you have this one sentence that someone says, like, you're an idiot, you'll never amount to anything, and that sticks with you for, like, the entirety of the rest of your life, and you don't notice this until you're like, oh my gosh, I remember that moment when someone told me, and I had this huge uh, epiphany, essentially, Um, when I was going through a process and I've spoken about this on another episode but when I am when my ballet teacher said you're never going to make it in in ballet you're never going to make this professionally you might as well give up now and I was like I I never wanted to make it professionally I I never wanted this to be my job I just I just want to dance and that from that day forward it was kind of like I can't ever do anything that I enjoy that I find fun but unless I'm going to do it professionally um you know and if I'm not good enough then I should just never try like I should never even bother having fun with it and that's a huge limitation that stuck with me for a long time and I've realized that I I stopped doing so many sports I stopped doing so many things because I was like well I might as well not bother doing it to have fun because I'm never going to be good enough to do that professionally. And that's such a that was such a huge thing for me to realise that I had been doing that. And I see it. I, even now, I'm like, oh, well, I'm not going to bother trying that because I'm never going to be good enough to do it properly <laughs> rather than just doing it to have fun. Like, literally, every sport that I was doing at that time, I dropped off because I was like, oh, well, clearly I'm not meant to be doing any of this because I'm never going to be doing it professionally, even though I didn't want to. So have a think about the limitations that you've been told, the limitations that any moment in your life may have come up for you. Um, and if you don't know how to go through this process, please message me. I'll send you the um, 
I'll send you to the podcast that I did before so that you can actually figure out how to do that. I'm not, I'm, I can't remember what, which one it was off the top of my head, but I'll be able to send that to you. So if you want to know, then just message me. Um, obviously, there are other things, and al- although these can be limitations as well, how I think about whether you're a, a woman or whether you're a man or a girl or a boy, think about what it is that you were told, how you were told to be. If you're a girl, how are you told to act? How are you told that you should show up in this world? How are you told that you should be living this life? There are so many times, and I've used this example a lot, but when my my father, who is a very good man, and thought he was doing me a lot of favours when he did this, but I used to have the confidence of... of I just I just had a lot of confidence I would walk into a room and I would go up to the guys and I would put my hand out to shake them and I would say hi my name's Fleur what's your name and I would introduce myself and that was kind of how I thought I was meant to do things (laughs) that's what I saw my dad do so that's when I was like oh I'm gonna do that until my dad turned around and said Fleur you you shouldn't be doing that you're you know you're a woman like the guys can come to you and and do that and you scare people off when you go and and shake their hand and you have a your your handshake is so like it's so strong you know you don't you don't have to do that and I was just like what I was like girls aren't meant to shake people's hands girls aren't meant to have strong handshakes girls aren't meant to go up and introduce themselves to people and I was just like okay this is like a whole this is this is crazy this is not what I expected like why would a girl be any different to a guy like why would this why would this change things um and honestly from that moment I will walk into like a new place now and back then when I was a teenager essentially if I, if that hadn't happened I'd still be doing it now and be like hi my name's Fleur whereas now I'm kind of like walk into a room and I don't know a bunch of people and I just be like hi kind of like give them a little wave <laughs> in case they don't like handshakes and I try and get myself out of this and I try and go no I should really go up and, and meet and you know say hi I'm Fleur and shake their hands but I there's this little voice in the back of my head that's like don't do that you're a girl like the guys will come up to you and do that and it's so crazy how that's played such a big part of my life when I used to be that confident person that would walk into a room and be like own her space whereas now I kind of like revert back into my own like I'll stand in the corner and stand here because that's what girls do and it's really crazy how that can come up for you so have a think about when you were a kid, what did people tell you? How did people tell you that you should act as a girl or as a boy? And, it, it, you know, f- for the women, like I know a majority of my listeners are women. Is it be in the kitchen, clean the house? Or is it go and get a career? Or is it go and be a mum? There's so many different ways that we've kind of been shown to be someone or something and often it's absolutely got nothing to do with the person that we want to be. It's got absolutely nothing to do with the, the our soul and what our soul wants to go and do. <laughs> and what our human experience wants to be. You know, if you want to go and have a full-blown career and do that, then go do that. If you want to go be a mum, go do that. If you, if you want to do whatever, go do it. <laughs> but we've been put on so many so many ideas and it's the same for guys like you should be the breadwinner you have to be the one who's bringing in all the money like you know all of these things I I know that my partner Josh had had a moment where he's like 
well, I, I should be the breadwinner. Like, why why should Fleur be earning all the money? Like, I should be doing this. Like, where I should be providing. And I'm like, why? Like, why is it that we have this idea that the girl can't, you know, make more than the man does? Like, why is that? It's just weird. But anyway, be aware of what that is because you'll see it showing up in your day-to-day life. You'll see it showing up at work. You'll see it showing up at home. And it might trigger you. You might find that that triggers you as well. And you might find that people say things and they trigger you for that reason. You're like, no, this is not the way it's meant to be. And realize what your beliefs are around being a woman or a man. And if you haven't read this book, Untamed, please read it by Glennon Doyle. It's so good. Um, I am just loving it. And I would recommend it to literally everyone I know. (laughs) It's so good. I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well for you. But what do you believe about being a, a man or a woman? What do you believe about being a girl or a boy? And why? Like, what should women do and what should men do and what should life like look for a man or what should life like look for a woman and see what comes up and then be aware of how you're living in your day-to-day life say as a woman I do this in my day-to-day as a man I do this in my day-to-day and that is because of dot 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 and that comes down to also having the the qualities of a man or a woman what you know, what qualities were you almost told to, to think that you should have? Is it for a woman? Is it I was told to wear dresses? I was told to make my hair nice. I was told to put makeup on. You know, I was told to always show up glamorous. Maybe for a guy, it was I was told to be strong. I was told to make things and build things and fix stuff whatever it is have a think about what the qualities are that you think that you were told to have or told that you should have Uh, I know (laughs) as a teenager I hated dresses Uh, I hated anything that looked pretty I I was really happy in my um, brother's clothes essentially I would walk around in track pants and big jumpers big baggy jumpers and I felt super comfy there and I still love big baggy jumpers less so the um (laughs) the trousers but but like have a think about what qualities that you were told to have and you know that came up so much for me you should want to look pretty you should want to look glamorous you should want to show up as the gorgeous woman that you are and I was like why (laughs) like I'm so happy with myself right now. Like, why would I try and be something that I don't, I don't feel comfortable in a dress. I, I don't feel comfortable putting makeup on or whatever. And wh- why should, why should I be? And so think about what you feel are the qualities that you should have um, and how that's showing up in your day too. Because if it is showing up glamorous, do you put makeup on because you want to put makeup on? Do you put makeup on because you think you should put makeup on? And oh my goodness, I had this conversation with one of my friends actually like a couple of months ago. And she was like, I don't really like wearing a bra. Uh, And actually there's a lot of scientific studies that are saying that bras are not good for us as women and that it restricts the circulation. Uh, More women who wear bras get breast cancer and all of these things. And I was just like, whoa, that's intense. And she was told off by um, saying that she was not wearing a bra at work and that she should always wear a bra at work. And I was like, whoa, this is uh, next level or like, like, like how would, 
even someone know, right? Like what, like what, what, what? (laughs) it's just like, what's going on? This is crazy. But I I mean, everyone has a different opinion and everyone has, has the right to have a different opinion, but should anyone really tell you how you should be showing up? Should really anyone tell you what you should be wearing or how you should look or all of these things that kind of go through our minds as a woman and as a man, you know, same thing. Men should have short hair, short back and sides. That's the way it is. Um, and it was very much the same, you know, in the military as well. Like you, this is how you look. This is how, this is how you dress. Um, there's no going either side. And it's just literally just about having that awareness of what that means and how that makes you feel and how you feel like you should be and show up. And then same with qualities of, of what you have, well, like how you should behave, um, what you believe that you should have in life. Is it the big mansion? Is it the expensive cars? Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you feel like, or you've been told that you should have nothing, that you amount to nothing, that you don't deserve anything. So tap into what it is that you feel that the way that you should be and what you should have, what you should own in life in order to be the person that people are trying to make you out to be or the person that your parents have told you that you should be or that you should become. And then make a list of the qualities that you think other people have that you don't. I think this is a really cool one because when you start actually looking into what other qual- like the qualities other people have, you can only see a quality in someone else because you have it yourself. And I know I've said this before, but there's so many of us that are in like living in the comparison zone of that person's got this, they, they are better at this than I am, they are better at this than I am, they are better at this than I am. And actually, if you can see that or you say, oh, they, they're this, but I don't have that or, you know, they're super sociable and I hate being sociable or they're an extrovert and I'm an introvert, whatever it is. And actually just going, actually, the only reason I can see that skill in them is because I have it myself. So having that awareness of, if you can see something in someone else, then it's because you have a little bit of it yourself. And it doesn't have to be loads, but if you've got a little bit on it, then you can always make it better, right? And then write the list of qualities that you think people have of you. So what people believe that you have. How do you, how do you perceive that other people perceive you, essentially? And then basically writing down what you wish you had the qualities that you wish you could have in your life or the qualities that you think that you don't have. It's so, so enlightening when you write down the qualities that you have and the qualities that you wish you had. But also asking people. I went through this process where I said to some of my friends, I said, would you mind just sharing with me what you love about me or what you think like my strongest qualities are? And so many of them came back with like, you're determined, you have drive, you're, you know, you're always kind of like the go-getter, you always love doing this. And I was like, oh yeah, I've never really thought myself as having drive or maybe being a go-getter in some respects. Um, but yeah, it was, it was quite eye-opening and, and there was lots of other things obviously that came up. But if you, if you, if you're really struggling with this, go and ask some people, and just say, hey, what what do you think is, is like my biggest quality? Why do you like me? Why are you friends with me? <laughs> do you know how many people think I don't understand why my friends like me? <laughs> do you know how I've I've heard so many women say that? 
And I am just like, are you for real? Like, are you, are you kidding? You are like lovely. You are funny. You uh, are a joy to be around. You know, you, you always helping other people. You're always bigging other people up. You're a little positive beam of light. There are so many reasons why people want to be around you. And so think about that. Think about what they are. Because you've probably got way more things and way more qualities in you than you actually think that you do. And often we don't know that until we ask other people. So this podcast, as I said, is literally around awareness and understanding what that means. And when you start figuring this out, when you start being aware of what those limiting beliefs are, when you start being aware of the way that you've been brought up, when you start being aware of how you think other people should show up, how you think you should show up, how you think you should act on a day-to-day basis, you start realising that you're like, actually, that, 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 that belief is, uh, is not my belief. That belief is someone else's belief that they've put on me. Why do I need to make dinner every night? Why should it be me? <laughs> why do I have to go to work every day? Why can't I go to work three days a week? You know, why should I be earning that much money? What if I could earn five times that amount? There are so many things in your life that you are limited on because of what your belief is and how you're unaware of that. When you become super aware of your beliefs, when you become super aware of your feelings around your beliefs, which this is like the first step in that process, then things become so much easier and so much clearer to understand. So I hope that that makes sense. I hope that that helps a little bit. For those of you who um, have any questions around this, please reach out. Always here to help. As you know, if this um, has helped you, please share it. Um, Please subscribe. Um, Please uh, give me a five star or a four star review if you feel like five stars not good enough. (laughs) Um, Any review is awesome. I love hearing your messages as well. So thank you so much for listening. As always, I'm sending you lots of love and courage and a beautiful day. And I'll speak to you soon. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and head on over to iTunes or your favorite podcast listener and give us a five-star review. Don't forget to join our free Facebook community called She's Unshakable, where we get to share our tips and tricks and experiences with building courage, resilience, and belief in ourselves. I look forward to meeting you in there.